Welcome to the Officially Outed Podcast with your host, El Shalon, where we are putting a positive twist on what it means to be outed. Join us weekly where we amplify the discography of independent LGBTQ plus artists, engage in lifestyle commentary, and social injustice dialogue. So stay tuned, turn up the volume, and get officially outed by the Officially Outed Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Officially Audit Podcast with your host, El Shalon. And today, we talking to the Mac Daddy, Dino Green. What's up? Welcome back. What's going on? What's going on? Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. The first time you did it just via phone or something like that. So, <laughs> I feel special that you're here gracing me with your presence. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, I've been thinking about this. I'm like, man, this brother been in Atlanta now for what, like a year or two? Yeah, it's been like a year and a half now. What what brought you to Atlanta? <sighs> Up north is very expensive. So coming down here was really just like to transition to, I guess, like an easier lifestyle, so to speak. More affordable, I should say. And plus my parents live here too, so oh, well, of course, kind of works out. Yeah, yeah, it kind of works out. Uh, I wasn't sure if you was coming too, just to so much music is happening here in this scene. That too, definitely. There's a lot of music going on here, so I feel like I fit in. Okay, so for this year and a half, how has been the process of like making connections and immersing yourself into the Atlanta scene? So when I first got here, it was, it was like right in the middle of the pandemic, so... Wasn't really going out too much, but I knew people from like online and stuff like that. So once I finally started going out, I started, you know, like just meeting people and rubbing elbows and making conversations. So it's been pretty good so far. I found two studios that I can work out of. So working on the album and that's basically it. So we're going to get an official album this time. Yeah, you get the album this year. Okay. Okay. Yeah, all right. Dropping some, a whole album, y'all. I know sometimes that can be hard and expensive and, and just navigating and finding the right place, the right people, the right support team. So that's been good that you've been able to, you know, spend this time doing that and getting that team behind you. So thinking about your music, I was listening to a lot of it, but do you feel like maybe now being in the South, you're going to incorporate I mean, I feel like in certain albums, like on Green, there was some Southern kind of flair to it on some of the songs. But do you feel like you go keep because I, I clearly in my bag mixtape, you you gave us that rundown of that New York, Lil' Kim, just all that, that style that. But do you see your style incorporating more of the South in the future? Or will you always stick to your roots? I think I'm always stick to my roots. I might play around with some stuff just to see how it sounds, but I'm I'm a New York nigga at heart, so I gotta <laughs> gotta stick to my roots. Gotta stick to your roots. What has been the the hardest challenge for you outside of like making the connections and then that the, the most fruitful thing? since you've been here in Atlanta, like, like where you're like, yes, I made that transition and all oh, that was part of the struggle, but it's all good. I don't know. I don't think I reached that yet. I mean, when I got here, I tried to audition for some shows to kind of like just be like a new face, but because I personally think it was because I was like 
brand new. Like I didn't know nobody at the time, like only here for like three months or so. They was just like, you'd be great, but like we can't really merge you in because you don't really have no history here. So mm, Okay, that makes sense. So is that something now as you're progressing? Do you think you want to continue to pursue that avenue or are you good? I don't know. I, I'm on the fence with it because people that are close to me, they feel like I shouldn't do the whole reality thing because they're just like, this is not who you are as a person as far as like being immersed in so much drama and carrying situations on for days and weeks and months. Like that's not really a character. So they don't think that I would necessarily fit in, so to speak. So I should probably just stick to doing my music and stay away from that. And I get that. Cause like with myself, right. I don't really immerse myself a lot into the culture. Even one thing I'm going to work on this summer is going to take a lot is that people often invite me out to stuff. Right. And I do want to go and support and I do want to go as a brand and, a, you know, to go out there. But in the same time, I'm like, it, I mean, it's stuff drama pops up for no reason you went to that person's thing you didn't come to mind you like that person more than me or yeah. why you, you know just simple things that is has no bearing yeah yeah and so i often thought about that myself like if i was ever asked to do it would i even do it because the question for me is to me it's very hard to stay like neutral and out of it mm-hmm. even if you don't want to have anything to do with it if right. it's nothing but you being in a room and somebody didn't you hear them say that <laughs> just those right. types of things so, yeah nah yeah nah no, I totally get it well I think you are making yourself known and you may, don't necessarily have to go there right I get that it gives you that exposure but mm-hmm. I think there's other ways for you to get it so but um, you're in a perfect yeah, place I, I mean you so. can almost create your own yeah, I think if you just do your own thing, like people will gravitate to what they enjoy or what they want to see or what they like and just go from there. All right, the music. All right, so we got the green in 2020, gave us that EP. Mm-hmm. So thinking about that EP, what was your process of and how did you choose the name green, which I thought it was clever? I went through a lot of names for that first project. I didn't really know what to call it, but then a piece of me was just like, just name it green, but don't use your last name. Just spell it like abbreviated. So that's what I did. And that's how that came out. Then when it was time to, I guess, like start the process of everything, like do the videos and stuff, the pandemic hit. So it was kind of just like, here's the EP. But then I kind of got to just ride the wave of the EP. And then when the world kind of started getting back to normal, that's when I was able to do green too and give you guys that. And I was able to like shoot videos and stuff for that because the world started coming back to normal for a little while and that makes sense because i was gonna ask i was like you was working (laughs) (laughs) you was working you was putting out the music and i was like okay that's what's up well for me i'm going to play the single mr big bad (laughs) tell me about that what is that representing you as all facets it could be. I think my personality is pretty big. Once you get to know me, I think I do try to do things big. I guess it's just like a New York thing. Like, you just got to do it big. So, just got to do it big. All right, y'all. If y'all haven't heard it, here's Mr. Big Bad.
walk in this all lies on Medino green. Leopard on stepping on next when I freeze the scene. Sauce on big splash, somebody get a few napkins. I'm rich, you rich in real life. You niggas rich in your caption. See it, I want it, I'm popping. Money from stocks and deposits. They hate to see it and gossip. My name is always the topic. They say I'm pretty and popping. You know a nigga like me, I got options. Come out this shirt and they slobbing. Houston, we got a problem. Kicking in doors, ain't no knocking. I'm running down like a hole in the stocking. Yeah. Mr. Big Bad, uh, I get the big bag, uh, I keep them big mad, flex on, no cap, I'm wig shifting, no shade, it's strictly business, the lion's den, we really raw, no kidding, uh, Mr. Big Bad, 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 uh, Mr. Big Bad, 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 Ah, Mr. Big Bad, 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 Mr. Big Bad, 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 Ah. Just make sure when I touch down in the spot they fan me. I'm on vacay with a sand It's going down like a hand knee. All of my niggas is banji, and we get it popping like Zannies. Now we be hopping out binge jeeps, and you niggas stuck in them Camrys. Navy blue Yankee to fit it. These niggas ain't eating when I'm in the kitchen. They call me daddy when I be up in it. You know I be macking them out of they britches, yo. Sheesh, y'all know that green is a beast. Eating these rappers like beasts, plucking their bodies up out of my teeth. Ah. Uh. Surprisingly, I didn't think people would like that song as much as they did. Yeah, no, I like that. That's cool. Really like this song. So, if I remember correctly, were you working with a group, or or there was a group of you all like uh-huh. at one point that was kind of before the pandemic when you were still in New York, right? Which group are you talking about for Moby Fest or like just? It might have been for that. I can't remember because it's been a while. Y'all were starting to do like some sets and tours and stuff together, like perform. Okay, yeah. Nah, it wasn't a group. We were all individual artists, but we were all basically like touring under one artist, um, Bryant. So um, yeah, me and Bryant, we have like the group Out Mob. That's just like our thing. It actually started like a long, long time ago. It was a few more of us, but the other parties, I don't know if they kind of just like took a back seat with music since me and Bryant continued to go forward with the music we kind of just kept that for me and him okay that makes sense all right yeah because I knew it was around the time last time you were on we were talking about it you was doing the tour so I was going to ask is like are y'all still doing some work together and things like that um, yeah he featured on the in my bag <laughs> mixtape on yeah. big brother which we're um, going to play and we actually did a song for Green 2, the re-up, but it didn't make the cut 
for audio reasons. So we scrapped it. Well, I scrapped it. We have another song for my album okay. that we're doing. That's what's up. Now, are you on your own label or are you with the label or mm-hmm. you're indie? I'm by myself, okay. indie. Okay. All Everything right. comes out of my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Boulevard of Dreams music is you. Yeah. Okay, got it. All right. Thinking about that, beyond this first album that's coming out, where do you see yourself with your label and, and your independent, you know, where do you want to go with that? And are you, do you have, like, plans to sign other artists at some point or... No, I really need to work on me first before I can lend the helping hand to other artists and there's no offense to other artists that's just you know not where i'm at with it it's a possibility but i don't personally have the knowledge for that and i think that takes a lot of time and skill and it's also going to probably be a financial investment as well so right now i can only afford to invest in myself i can't really afford to invest in another artist and i just know how bad i want it i don't know how bad other people want it or may take it so yeah totally makes sense now that that makes sense trust me i know (laughs) i'm single-handedly running this by myself you know what i'm saying so it, it takes a lot of capital to run a business and like you said you need to be knowledgeable especially when other people you hold other people's lives and fate and stuff in your hands. It's really right. And cool I don't want to be one of those people that have a falling out with somebody over something. And, you know, they trying to hear me out and we're not doing that. I love you. Protecting your peace. I ain't mad at you. That all makes sense. Realm. Oh, gosh. I had another question I was thinking on the top of my head now. I don't forget it because I'm sitting up here thinking about the, the single with Bryant. And now I love that. Oh. <laughs> that the music there but i think you have touched on a couple things so far all right we are going to get to green two and let me see i had all this in my mind already you know this was my song this was different from you you slowed it down i was like oh he got he brought the sexy Okay. Just to show a little bit. It was it was definitely different. I was in a different place when I wrote it, so uh, I see. <laughs> From green to new mood. Y'all, this was my cut. I think I was jamming this on my page. I was like, gotta go get this bit. Sleeping. I know he got a man, but it's mine when we freaking. I do what I want. 
Cause I am the man Slide my number to your nigga He is such a fucking fan Solid gold around my neck And it weighs a couple grams I'm back on my bullshit I hope you understand Capiche? This my new mood for the summer My new drop doing new numbers I know they see me getting it I know, I know they wonder The way your nigga moving I'm gonna come up This my new mood for the summer My new drop doing new numbers I know they see me getting it I know, I know they wonder my new mood for the summer two sticks with me banging like a drummer if you mad take a number i know some niggas wishing i go under but i am from the city of no slumber all i do is hustle eat shop and repeat these niggas got drive but can't do my speed when green's on gold these boys be on e i'm a classic smiling at ya mona lee sir this my new mood for the summer my new drop doing new numbers i know they see me getting it i know i know they wonder We're going to do something a little bit different, then we're going to get to the album in a minute, uh, the upcoming album, the single clap and all of that. But before we do that, two things, we're going to play, the, not play, but we're going to do this little thing called twitter talk i'm making this up on the spot in terms of what i want to do but i was looking through your twitter and i saw some interesting posts a little bit more interesting than others <laughs> don't really have no i thought it was like wow i'd love to understand like just more around his thought process this one's not as maybe intriguing as the others but still it was just like okay so the one that i have it's really rare. It's only like in the last week is what I was looking at. Okay, but lately, the one you said, lately I found myself responding to a lot of you guys' tweets, but then deleting my response before I actually hit send. So my question is, what are things that you see that make you want to respond? And then why do you feel like you need to delete it? So I can't narrow down or pinpoint like any specific tweets, but you know how it is when you on Twitter, you scrolling and you see people voicing their opinion a lot of times and policing other people's actions and, you know, how people should respond to stuff like that. I think for me, when I see that, sometimes I'll be kind of wanting to tell people like, just mind your business. Like this, this don't got nothing to do with you. This person is feeling some type of way they felt the need to express it publicly, not for you to formulate an opinion or try to impose your opinion on them. So when I see a lot of that, a lot of times I choose to kind of like say something out loud, but then I'm just like, let me just delete this because I don't want to be going back and forth defending somebody that is kind of just like whatever with it or, you know, insert myself where, you know, that's not my place. So yeah, I kind of just do you it. think it like, especially when you see, like you said, somebody like maybe picking on someone or just it's like, 
because I like the one where you're talking about when you can't understand other people's point of view. Mm-hmm. Like if you can't comprehend that and understand that, like your point of view is not everybody's point of view. So you right. got to be open. To- today, people just make everything so sensitive. Like people are just so sensitive to stuff. And I feel like a lot of things we can kind of just like let go of or not insert ourselves there and... You know, some people, that's just how they respond to social media. Like, that's how they operate. So, fortunately, those are people that I see and I just be like, you should. Yeah, because what I feel like is even in, like, work or somewhere in my life, I went through this recently where, to me, it's that self-awareness, right? So, I experienced a couple of things, but I also was aware to be able to think about it from their perspective and how they might be perceiving my actions before I responded or even in my frustration and sharing, also acknowledging their perspective and giving them to understand their perspective and then actually acknowledging it and how it has impacted the interaction. So it's like that ability to communicate and not always drive to be right. Everybody wants to be right instead of understanding like, that's the joy of it. We all view things differently. Exactly. And it doesn't mean you need to be right. Relationships. <laughs> all right. Scrolling TikTok. What have you reconsidering wanting to be in a relationship? But you can't tell who's into what on that side of town. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's up? What happened? Just being on Twitter, not Twitter, um, TikTok, just scrolling. There's a lot of sounds that people use to like insinuate that they're single or whatever the case may be. And a lot of people are good looking. You can't really tell what they're into, so to speak, because somebody might be a part of the community, but they don't put it in their description or they're not hashtagging anything out of the ordinary. So you really don't know. And normally you can tell, you know, when you click on a page and then you scroll through it or you look through their followers and see like, okay, this person is following a lot of females, obviously he's straight. You know what I mean? And now I think they have started doing like this mutual thing. So it's like, if you look on somebody's page, I guess it'll show you if you have any mutual followers. So that's how you can kind of tell. But I mean, they just be fine to look at. It's not. And even then, sometimes you just don't 100% know unless you go to different platforms. And right. Then, unless you find them on different platforms and then you can like kind of confirm because, you know. Go to their OnlyFans, then you'll know. You'll be like, oh. I don't know about that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but then, you know, you're like, oh, okay. So what you giving here and what you giving there? Two different things. I got you. No. <laughs> dating. You know, I ain't going to let you go with that. Pass over that. You what dating. about it? Mm, no. I don't want to. I'm... I don't know. I'm just Just like looking. I wouldn't even say I'm looking. No, I said like looking. Oh, like look. I mean, it's all right. I feel like right now, I like my album is where my attention goes. So to want to get to know somebody on a personal level is kind of difficult because that's like a job within itself. And for me, I feel like I'm just. I don't know. Like I try to make friends with people. Like I genuinely try to make friends because I do want to expand, you know, aside from just hanging out with one person all the time or the same two or three people all the time. So I try to make friends with people, but it's, it's hard. Cause you know, people hang out with you and then they 
feel like they like you and then they kind of try to impose that and i'm no that's not i just want to be your friend i don't want to pursue you or do anything like that because you're probably not gonna like me because <laughs> there's some accountability <laughs> yeah like I, i've always felt like a lot of guys when they approach me they like what they see not what they know and i think that's with anybody you always like what you see not what you know you might feel like you like somebody and then you try to get to know them and you realize this person is an asshole or they don't know how to communicate effectively or they just lie about everything so it makes like, it hard as guys when visual is what gets everybody they risk it all for the visual until they get yeah Mm -hmm. i feel like every thursday designers decide to drop new stuff and it gets under my skin because i'll be waiting to buy every damn thing fashion my favorite pastime Okay, that makes sense. All right. <laughs> and I, I think it's because I always get like alerts because I'm signed to so many um, like little companies for whatever reason, especially like Supreme. I feel like every Thursday or every other Thursday they drop and then I have the app. So I get the alert when it'll say like shop has been updated or whatever. And then when I go to shop at the shop, a lot of stuff be sold out or the prices just be outrageous and i don't have a problem spending the money it's just like i'm more so thinking long term like what am i going to do with this 30 days from now yeah will it matter biggie's 50th birthday being from new york what does that mean to you what especially that it's been a lot of celebration around this i think it's great that people are still celebrating him i think i read somewhere that new york city is doing like these limited metro cards for him which i think is dope fortunately i probably won't be able to get one unless i buy one online but even still like i think what they're doing is great i'm glad they're keeping his name alive you know, we've seen how music has transitioned over the years and they still kind of keep him in the loop and keep his name alive and, you know, speak as if he's still here with us. So. Yeah, no, that makes sense. All right. Well, we're going to talk about what you want your contribution to music to be after we listen to you and Bryant on Big Brother, which is, I love this. I love the In My Bag mixtape because... You know, listening to it, you know, Kim, all the different artists that you, you know, sampled was just all like New York 90s. <laughs> you know, that's really my aesthetic. That's what I go for. I don't see really any other artists doing that. And it's not something that I just picked up. Like, I've always had the 90s aesthetic, you know, if you listen to my catalog. So I think I just get more into it when it's time to do mixtapes because I get to just have fun yeah. versus doing, put your like, spin comm- on it like right yeah, yeah. but when it comes to like the commercial stuff I have to kind of create like a sound for myself and today you know the whole I guess it's like the whole city girl aesthetic is what people thrive off of and that's not really my lane so I just stick to what I know yeah. and stick to what I do best stick to what you do best all right, we're going to talk about what that, what you think that sound is. But before that, Big Brother hit Brian. Bullshit on it. We got it out the dirt. When it comes to this green, it seems like it's more than plenty. But if you're not doing what it takes to get it, it'll have you green with envy. We made in this image, so I call this the young God's green earth, you know? And your son got the green thumb. So let's grow. Back like I left something. Nah. 
back like they gotta double check something Either way, my back to back hitting them quickly Niggas wasn't ready for that kill in Fendi And a bag big enough to sit in When they see how I'm living They wanna get the dick out the denim If it's beef, be on your porch grilling Treating niggas like a retro drop Can't wait to get them These days, all that online cap can get you parking Niggas still chasing clout, y'all not exhausted It's funny how money always coming out they mouth But I never see them in them fabrics they be rapping about But I get it, you niggas are broken, need an image The price tags on my bags, I really spend it Vacate weekends for a changing season This my leftover verse, and they still gon' eat them In Queens, I still jokes with the heathens A lot of faggots in the game, but lyrically we are not even They know the pin, green on go to win Handyman fix it, got the hammer like I'm Ovalton Sick of hearing y'all talk about who copies When y'all rap off beat and your wordplay sloppy This is spring training, lace up your boots Let's get the banging, I'm good anyway on any pavement Green, I'm good at any course, any payment They need a fix of that cocaine, Kobe, they call me high maintenance The Hennessy black, the pills Caucasian It's all trying to keep them separate like segregation Innocent face, but I'm a major threat Keep them sticks waving in the air like a major rat No, it ain't accident, I make y'all mad on purpose The shooter's always on duty like the secret service Feds watch, but they can't have me in them books Anytime I step out, I got a different look They call me magazine cover Kobe Fags try to come for Kobe Niggas run for cover when it comes to Kobe Heartbroken your feelings and don't need to be Hey nigga I fuck now pay a convenience fee Niggas ain't seen a savage I'm really into that Like if I really wanted your nigga you wouldn't get him back But I don't need to scrap I'll take it past that These niggas don't hit my line they hit my cash app Shit get hot niggas get cold it's sick to me Gotta separate myself like six degrees It's not an issue See that's the difference between niggas fucking you And niggas really fucking with you Always numb, never show emotion. Shoddy with the nose showing. Cocaine, Kobe, I got they nose open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I told you, Monica, gonna keep showing up. <laughs> I think the tarmac thing will get on this interview. <laughs> Come on, girl. Come on, impressive. Come on, so we can talk. No, but love it. Love that you and Brian, y'all was talking y'all shit. So love that whole mixtape, like especially the Kim vibes, just everything. I was like, okay, got it. And and you're right. I already knew like that '90s New York style was your aesthetic. So when I heard that, I was just like, boom, 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 boom. Even with the jump off being part of you know. Anyway, that's. <laughs> Before we talk about your new music, which is the most important piece and why you're here, shop the players. Is it Palace? Yes. Are you? Is it coming back? Is it still alive? Um, What's going on with that? Yeah. So I currently the store is currently closed, but it should be back soon, probably around the time that the album drops and when we just like figure out more stuff. Because the rollout is for a debut album, so kind of got to make sure you check off all your boxes with that, and I just want to make sure that everything. Okay, so some custom pieces and things like that related to the album, or what? We, what will we see? Never know. I don't work with a designer. Yeah, basically, like stay tuned. Like I don't currently work with a designer. I'm open to the idea of doing that, just to make you know maybe some limited edition pieces. So, okay, sounds good. Speaking of that, it's it's uh rolling out with the album. But before we get to the album, we got yes. so let's talk about that just released yesterday. <laughs> Are you excited about this new single? Uh, yeah, I'm definitely excited because now I get to give the people new music. I know people have been kind of waiting. I tweeted about this actually because I felt like Spasmo that I released a while ago was gonna be kind of like the opening for the album, but it didn't really resonate well or as well as I thought it would. So 
So it was back to the drawing board. And then, <laughs> will it uh, be on the album? Clap or Spasmo? Both. Clap is definitely on the album because it's, it's for the album. But Spasmo, no, it will not be on the album. Okay. <laughs> what did you learn from that rollout? From Spaz Mode? I don't know. I think I wanted to do something different. I wanted to make music that people can engage in because I feel like a lot of times when you are a lyrical artist, it's hard to have people that just want to have fun still be intrigued and listen to your music and, you know, be, you know, engage with it versus it being, you know, you like taking time to write your lyrics out and, some of the best metaphors are going over people's heads. So I wanted to make something that people could enjoy that I can talk my shit on. And, you know, people could just sing and chant along with me. And when I performed it a few times, people did, you know, go along with this. So that was good. But I had a, I actually had a video set for that as well, but fortunately we didn't shoot the video. And I think that's kind of why it didn't take off the way I wanted it to. I felt like a video may have helped it, but because you know, I, it I can imagine, is. like when your content, like you say, your lyrics, and they actually it's conscience music or it's whatever it may be, and then how do you still have fun with that when right? Because like, you don't get on there and just be randomly talking about stupid shit. Like, right, you, I, I make the dots connect. I don't, you know, so that's, I think it's more so hard to keep people engaged when you make the dots connect. And today our, our attention span is kind of short when it comes to music, which is why songs are so short. Yeah, I and, know. I don't and, know why songs are one minute now. One minute and 30 seconds when they used to, used to get a five, five right, so, <laughs> minute and 45 seconds. Now, because our attention spans are so short, it's kind of hard to create content that people can enjoy and consume in such short amount of time so and artists really want their stuff when you were writing that much content and had a lot to say and and, and right. it lasted for five minutes right like people like people the, listen yeah and the whole art the art of artistry has changed so drastically that people if you didn't you, like i can see why like the 90s and all that but it's just something i don't know what it was about the 90s music but i just felt like it was it was that was the last where i think it was really like the blueprint of what music should be for me personally so now i feel like we take little bits and pieces of that and we pay our homage to it but overall i think like the 90s itself was just a time where music actually made sense artists had to stay in the studio and work you know to complete the song that was three or four minutes long even five minutes long nowadays being an indie artist you can make a two minute 30 second song and you know that just be the end all for you yeah now will you be leveraging tiktok in a different way or way that you may not have used it previously for your music most definitely yeah so i actually put the sound on there and i believe you can search the sound as well if you type my name in i guess if you want to like use audio so you can definitely find it on there i'm just hoping that somebody hears it and they decide to do something to it and it just takes off because i'm tired of punching the clock so (laughs) i know that's right well since we keep talking about it let's go ahead and introduce your new single if monica don't decide to come out (laughs) clap and then we're going to talk about the album as we conclude so why don't you introduce your new single clap 
So this is my new single, Clap. It's off my debut album that will be out later this year. And I hope you guys enjoy it. Mattress, bend them backwards. If I hit it, I'ma kill it. It's a closed casket. When I'm in it, I be grinning if be talking back. I'm the reason why these niggas be talking that bag shit with more wave than the Mrs. America pageant. Okay. Watch how they copy my flow type shit. Chanel nail polish on the toes type shit. The wrist on snow disco type shit. You know green on everything a go type bitch. If I want it, I can get it. Cards got no limits. So wicked trying to knock me off of my pivot. I'm a menace. Don't start no shit. You can't finish if you niggas feeling froggy leap. Don't rip it. I think it's about time we go live and let them know we all outside. My niggas getting money, clap your hands. All my bitches getting money, clap your hands. If your money rubber bands, then I know you understand. If you get into the money, clap your hands. All my niggas getting money, clap your hands. All my bitches getting money, clap your hands. If your money rubber bands, then I know you understand. If you get into the money, clap your hands. Okay, we ready to get outside with it. We got a little little Kim jump off. We got a little Michelle A with hey. <laughs> okay, I see you. All right. When you are creating, especially as you're thinking about your album, kind of what's your initial process without going into telling all your secrets, but what kind of zone do you get into? Like knowing that you have like that 90s aesthetic, like are you listening to beats first and then building? Like what's that? So I basically just, you know, go online and scroll and scroll and just play things where the titles may jump out to me or, you know, I'll just click on sounds and just next, 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 like give them like that 30 second build up to see how I feel. If the instrumentals or if the sounds in the instrumental are talking to me, then I go for it. I personally don't think I have a bad ear when it comes to writing. So I think when I pick beats, I think I pick beats that anybody can just resonate to. So I'm very selective with my beat choices. It's definitely hard to include the 90s aesthetic because a lot of producers aren't making instrumentals that, you know, resemble the 90s unless they're sampling and with sampling it comes like a whole bunch of other behind it so it's kind of hard to you know 
collab the two together, which is why you have like the mixtape side, which is, you know, I can jump on those old beats and do my thing. And then you have the side where the music is more commercialized, where, you know, you just have to sound more professional, so to speak, or sound more cleaner. So I think that's how that goes for me anyway. I definitely think it's like flashy in your face. Could be a little provocative from time to time. It really just depends on my mood. But um, yeah, I think it's definitely heavy with the uh, metaphors and and bars, as people would say. So yeah, awesome. All right, so the album's coming. What you said later this summer? You do you already got the title? You know how many tracks? Anything yeah. you want to share for? So, so we can wait. So the name of the album is called Macadocious, and I want to say between twelve and thirteen tracks are on the album. Right now is more so just like getting the clearance for these instrumentals because I don't want no problems later on in life. So that's really what I'm working on now. The recording process has started, so hopefully you guys enjoy it. (laughs) And then if anybody in the future wants to collab with you, do you do collabs? And if so, what are things that you consider and how do they they get with you if they want to? I do not mind collaborating with other artists. The problem is a lot of artists want to collab for free and that's not how that works i cannot go into the studio and record your verse for you for free so therefore you will have to pay for your verse i've had a lot of artists ask me to do songs with them and when i tell them that they have to pay and i tell them how much they have to pay they basically just go ghost so that's how that works. I ain't mad at your business, man. All right. Well, first, say thank you for coming by today in person. Finally get to meet you in person, the legend. You know, I appreciate you because you were one of the first artists to come on the podcast when I first started this. So that's awesome. Anything you want to leave the people with? So, you know, one of the things I always do before I hear all this crackling, which means this thing is going to go down in a minute. I always ask the artist to, you know, give you like 60 seconds to share something that's on your mind, something you want to leave the listeners with. Play my shit. Play my shit. Send it in your group text. Push my music. I mean, I'll push my music, but, you know, just like support your local artists. And that's that. All right. Where can they find your music, your social media, all that? If they want to catch up, follow, like, subscribe and share. Don't follow me because I'm a bad influence, but you could follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Medino Green, M-E-D-I-N-O-G-R-E-E-N. If you want to hear like the mixtape content, you can catch that on SoundCloud at Medino Green. I think it's Medino Green Music on SoundCloud. I'm not sure, but you can type my name in and my artist page will show up and it'll be a long list of songs for you to thumb through you can find me on itunes or anywhere else you get your music just type my name in and yeah and be sure to purchase y'all definitely purchase because we got to keep the lights on here yes all right well medina green you have been officially outed on the officially outed podcast and thank you for coming second time around second time around and i appreciate you thank Thank you. you for having me Y'all look for, look for Macadocious coming soon. Well, I don't want to give We're a time give you a, a date, but it's coming. <laughs> All right. So he, it's, he's going to be perfect when it comes. So yeah, he's got to make sure it's right. right for you guys. But in the meantime, Clap is out. It's a great song to kick off as we start to go outside. 
you let the top down, roll down the windows, do whatever you need to do, turn on the air, but bump that shit. Exactly. And and put it on repeat. All right. Thank you for coming to the Officially Audit Podcast. Thank you again for listening and be sure to join us for our next episode. You can follow the Officially Audit Podcast on all social media, including IG, TikTok, and YouTube at Officially Audit Podcast, Twitter and Facebook at Officially Audit, our webpage at officiallyaudit.com, or on Snap at OFFIC Out Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, listen, like, and share. If you're an indie artist or artist management and would like to submit an artist for consideration, please email info at officiallyaudit.com or connect via Instagram.